Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part two of Craig Groeschel's message about I'm over it. Basically just getting over the small offenses and not allowing them to dictate your life. Here's Craig. We have a spiritual enemy. His name is Satan or the devil. One of his uh, titles is the accuser. In Revelation chapter 12, it says, the accuser accuses the brothers, the brethren, day in, day out. He's always accusing us before, uh, you, you're no good. You're, you, you, you're not worthy of God. How do we fill the gaps? Well, the devil wants you to fill the gaps with accusations. He is the accuser, and he wants you to accuse others. Fill the gap with this accusation. Well, she's always about herself. She doesn't care about me. He doesn't care. You, you can't trust anyone. They're, they're, everybody's in it for themselves. The devil wants you to close the gaps with accusations. What do accusations do? Accusations erode marriages. Accusations split friendships. Accusations destroy churches. And the devil wants you to fill the gap with accusations. But God wants you to fill the gap with love. He wants you to fill the gap with love. Proverbs 17, nine says this, whoever, um, whoever would foster love covers an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Whoever would foster love, it covers an offense. What does love do? Love gives the benefit of the doubt, right? Love chooses to believe the best. Love trusts the other person, believes the best in the other person. In other words, if Amy says, hey, did you take out the trash? The devil would want me to say, well, she's just saying I'm lazy. Well, she didn't do this. Well, why is she always ragging on me? Love doesn't do that. Love says, she's probably just curious if I took out the trash. You choose what you put in the gap. Someone doesn't respond to your text, uh, the devil would say, oh, well, he's not a good friend. Well, she thinks she's too good for everybody. Well, she's just too busy for me. That lo love does not do that. Love assumes the best. Her phone's probably dead. She, pro she probably just got busy. Maybe she saw it and she forgot about it. She's gonna get back to me. We're good friends. Love assumes the best. Scripture says this, Paul said it really clearly in Ephesians chapter four, verse two. He said, be patient with each other making allowances for each other's faults. Why? Because of your love. Make allowances, give the benefit of the doubt. Make allowances for others because of your love, because of your love, because God loves you, because Jesus forgave you, because there's grace for you, have grace for others. Make allowances because of your love. In other words, someone else's behavior it's not all about you. Their bad driving's not all about you. Their bad mood's not all about you. The edge in their voice may not be all about you. They may just be having a bad day. They may be facing a battle of their own. They may have just gotten some really bad news. Make a lot, you want others to give you the benefit of the doubt, and so you do the same for them. Why? Because of your love, because of your love. What if though somebody is just rude to you? What if they're intentionally mean or harsh? What do you do then? What I try to do is I try to realize that if someone is really unnecessarily hateful to me, they are probably very likely going through something that's causing that kind of behavior. 
And believe me when I tell you, if you wanna make a bigger difference in this world, you're gonna have more people that don't like you. And you just, you've, got, you've got to learn to stay above those offenses. So whenever someone attacks or someone's unnecessarily harsh, what I try to do is I try to tell myself, I wonder what they're going through because I know hurt people tend to hurt people. So instead of being offended by, I want to have compassion for. Instead of being offended by what they did or how they acted or, or what they didn't do, I want to try to have compassion for them and make allowances because of the love that is in my heart. I wonder what they're going through. There's always gonna be a gap. And you get to choose what you put in the gap. If you put accusations in the gap, you're always gonna be offended. You're always gonna be carrying a grudge. He did and she did, and you will never wake up one day. And so I'm in such a better place today. My relationships are better than they ever have been because I've been offended by small things. My effectiveness for God is, is, is maxing out because I'm carrying small grudges over things that don't really matter because of your love. How do we do this? I love the power of Proverbs 19.11 that tells us this. A person's wisdom, it's wise to be patient. A person's wisdom yields patience. And here's the key. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. It's to your glory. It's God honoring to overlook an offense. Now, what does it mean to overlook an offense? To overlook an offense, that's not the same thing as pretending like it didn't happen. To overlook an offense is a conscious decision to let it go. It's, 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 it's like, it's a form of forgiveness in real time. I'm not gonna carry this and wake up three weeks later and decide I'm gonna forgive that thing. It's an in the moment, real time decision to stay above the offense, to forgive it in the moment and to let it go because I am over it, let it go. In fact, the Hebrew word that's translated as, as overlook is the word avor and what it means is it means to pass over. It means to pass over the offense. So in, in other words, instead of focusing on the offense, replaying the offense, rehearsing the offense, going over and over in my mind what I could have said and should have said and will say next time I'm in front of that person. Instead, what we do is we get above it, we pass over it, we rise above the offense because we have a more important calling. I'm over it. I'm over it. My calling elevates me. My purpose lifts me. The devil wants to lower me into the offenses that would drag me down, but because my God has a higher calling, I'm already over it. In the moment, I'm over it. I have real-time forgiveness. I'm choosing to let this go. This isn't gonna weigh me down. This isn't gonna hold me back. This isn't gonna distract me from my purpose. In the moment, I'm deciding. It's to my glory. It honors God to get above it. I'm staying above it. I'm already over it. Your coworker doesn't invite you to the party. I'm over it. It's not gonna hold me back. Someone makes a snarky comment on your social media. I'm over it. I'm not letting that weigh me down. Your mother-in-law criticizes your children. That's a different category. We'll deal with that in a whole nother sermon. No, no, just joking. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. It may take me more than three seconds, but I promise I'm not gonna let that drag me down. I'm 
I'm over it. It's it, a wisdom it, it yields to patience. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I've got a more important calling. My calling is to love. My calling is to represent Jesus. I'm not gonna let the enemy slow me down. I believe this is one of the most divisive, destructive tools of our evil one. In our culture today, I'm offended by everything. Listen, nobody's ever changed the world by walking around bitter. That was Craig Rochelle, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Rochelle, I'm over it, The Grudge. You can also find out more information about him at his website, craigrochelle.com, and he is the one, and his church is the one, who actually started the Bible app that you use on your phones, and his church is Life Church, life.church, and he's got lots and lots of resources out there for you. I encourage you to download the Bible app and start different plans. There's so many things to help you out there grow in Christ. So I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.